It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for coming in, Mr. Mahoney. Do you have your member ID card? Yep, I have it right here in the FEP Blue app. See? Great. It's awesome. The app can also help me find a provider and keep tabs on my deductibles. Okay, can I... Oh, yeah, and my out-of-pocket spending and visit limits, and I can call the nurse line. I'm really glad it does all that, but I only need to see your member ID card. Oh, that's it? Why didn't you say so? Fearless is just one tap away. With the new FEP Blue app from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you can access your health benefits on the go. Download it now at fepblue.org slash app. You are Locked On Rams, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Rams. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome to another edition of Locked On Rams. Hope you are having a fantastic October 18th. Hope your day is getting going in the right direction. Maybe better than the Rams week is going here in the right direction. This is a big week for them. Obviously, they are in London, and we're going to talk about why this is potentially the biggest game of their entire season. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. I want to remind you, and, and quite honestly, thank you for all of you that check out the Locked on Rams podcast, and quite frankly, everybody that listens to the Locked on Podcast Network, we're literally over millions of downloads. We're talking millions of downloads a month, and we're grateful. Thank you very, very much. It is an incredible opportunity to be able to do this with everybody and all 32 teams in the NFL, all 30 teams in the NBA. We've got a fantasy show, Locked on Fantasy with Vinny Iyer, an NFL show, Locked on the NFL with Matt Williamson. Like I said, my my sister podcast, the Locked on Lakers with Harrison and Anthony, you got to go check all of these things out because they're really delivering something that is not out there, and that is daily updates on your favorite team. So go check them out. Whatever your favorite team is, go check them out. There's one if you're in Chicago, if you're in Nashville, if you're in Miami, Atlanta, Philadelphia, wherever you are, they've got your teams as well. So go check those out. All right, I want to talk about Jeff Fisher again. I want to talk about why this is the make or break game of the season. I truly believe that to be true. And then I want to talk about what happened at the end of the game against Detroit where the Rams defensive line, Aaron Donald in particular, decided that they were going to implement the Greg Schiano method, and that is dive at guys' knees despite the fact that the game has been over. We'll finish the show with that. And yes, I saw the story about Lindsay Lohan converting to Islam. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I appreciate you all keeping me abreast of her um, deals <laughs> that uh, she cut her finger off on a boat propeller, that she's no longer engaged, or maybe she was married to that uh, Russian billionaire guy, and now she's uh, can, becoming a Muslim. I, I, I don't know what her deal is exactly. I just know that um, she's having a hard time, and you guys continually going out of your way to point out that she's having a hard time to me certainly isn't helping. Well, maybe we'll talk about that at the end, but let's start with this. And We had a little bit of a uh, technical difficulty on the podcast yesterday. The full version is available now if you want to go back and listen to it, but very quickly for maybe those of you that got cut off yesterday and haven't had an opportunity to go back and listen to the full version, I want to finish my thoughts on Jeff Fisher. And the shorter version of this is Jeff Fisher is killing his team. Jeff Fisher, it's a really weird situation because, look, Jeff Fisher hasn't been the coach of a good team in, what, 10 years, 15 years? The last time Jeff Fisher had a really good near, uh, really good team, Steve McNair was not only alive, but he was a very, very good quarterback in this league. 
and it's been a while since he's had a good team. And there's always been this, oh, Jeff Fisher, he's a great coach. Well, I think what Jeff Fisher is, is a good guy. I think that Jeff Fisher is a really good guy that everybody likes, that he's personable, he's funny, he's, as far as NFL coaches go, he's really accessible, which is rare for an NFL coach. He's willing to talk about his team, he's willing to give people access to him, which is rare, so people like Jeff Fisher, and I, I like Jeff Fisher, he's a nice guy. You know, I, I haven't met him often, but the, the couple of times that I've spoken to him, he's been great, Okay. But his decision-making, and again, why would you follow the Tennessee Titans? Why would you follow the St. Louis Rams? Because they haven't been any good, so you're not getting a real good, close look at what's been going on with those teams. The fact of the matter is, Jeff Fisher has made decisions in three of the Rams' six games this year that border on coaching malpractice. The, the ones he made against Tampa, and we talked about those in an earlier podcast, his decision to go for two made no sense, nearly cost the Rams the game, that if Jameis Winston would have been able to convert a two-point conversion, the Rams might have lost that game. We'd be talking about a very different season at this point. And then the decision to fake punt late in the game against the Bills when kicking the ball was probably the better decision. That was a decision that came back to bite him in the butt. They end up losing that game, a game that was a pretty winnable game against a good team, by the way. Buffalo's not a bad team this year. And then last Sunday against the Lions, his decision to go for it on fourth and one from the one-yard line with four seconds left in the half. And not only did it not work, but they got blown up. They lost yards. Instead of going into the half ahead 17-14, to 14, getting the ball back to start the second half, knowing that you got all this momentum, you're playing great football. Case Keenum looked like Dan Marino for a day. I mean, they were killing guys, killing them. And he goes for it, and they go for it on a play that everybody in the building knew was coming, and it gets blown up, and it doesn't work. They end up losing by, what? Three points. Just a, a an absolutely terrible, terrible decision for Jeff Fisher. And it cost his team the game. Look, we mentioned this after the Buffalo game. Coaches make mistakes. Coaches make mistakes. And players will say, you know what? Our guy made a mistake. It happens. Let's move on. Now we're talking back-to-back weeks where, look, the Rams, the Rams could be four and two, the Rams could be five and one. Don't look now; the Rams could be zero and five or zero and six, I should say. They're not good enough to overcome mistakes. That you're going to need to get every possible break that you can get. Every possible decision needs to be the good decision, the right decision. And right now, Jeff Fisher's holding them back, which brings us to the the topic that I kind of want to start this podcast with. I mean, the Jeff Fisher was more of a carryover from last week, but let's start with this. This game in London is their season. All right? They've beaten Seattle, who's really good again. Okay? Their offense isn't quite cranked up to where it needs to be, but it will be by the end of the season. They're very good. I was looking at the Yahoo Sports Power Rankings. They're the second-ranked team in the NFL behind only the New England Patriots. They're good. The Rams have already beat them. The Rams beat the Cardinals. If you watched them on Monday Night Football last night, they look like a pretty good team. They're going to be in the mix again. By the time we get to week 12, 13, 14, you book it. The Arizona Cardinals are going to be right back in the mix. They will be. They're good. Rams already beat them too. The problem is the Rams lost to the 49ers who were or are the worst team in the NFL. I know that they've got a win against the Rams, 28 to nothing, but they're terrible. They're, they have 
terrible quarterbacks, no wide receivers, their offensive line stinks. They they had Jim Tom Sula as their head coach a year ago. You don't think that's going to leave a little bit of a Tom Sula hangover? That's ludicrous. They're a dysfunctional organization, and they're terrible. The Rams lost to them. The Rams lost to a Buffalo team that, as we get a little further away from it, it's a pretty good team. You had a chance to win. You lost to a Detroit team that's a 500 team that you had a chance to win. You're playing another one of these teams that is about the same that you are. You're going into your bye after this game in London. You've got no home crowd. Now, to be fair, you don't have a crowd rooting against you really either. It's kind of an awkward game. Your head coach has cost you your last two games. And I'm telling you, you go on a three-game losing streak going into your bye with the head coach making crazy decisions, you're going to come out of that and your season is officially cooked at that point because you're going to come back, you get a week off, and then you got the Carolina Panthers who are terrible, but they're playing for their lives at this point. They're playing for their lives, and the Rams are getting real close to that territory where you're having a bunch of that 7-9 and nine bull blank that Jeff Fisher was talking about. I'm not taking any more of this 7-9 and nine stuff. Well, you're creating the 7-9 and nine stuff, and you come back from the Rams were 3-1. and one. You lift your head up, and you're 3-4 and four coming after, after your first seven games going into your bye under 500 after starting 3-1, and one, after having beaten Seattle, after having beaten Arizona on the road. 3-4, and four, that's a disaster. And you could say, oh, we're still in it. The offense is coming along. We've had some uh, some defensive injuries. We're missing a lot of guys on that side of the ball. Yeah, fine. Well, you're 3-4, and four, which is exactly on pace for that 7-9 and nine bull blank that you were talking about. This is a huge game. And the people here in L.A., we haven't gotten to, to see Stan Kroenke and how he reacts and the way that he reacts and when he makes the decisions that he makes. But I would have to think that we have to be getting closer to the, you know what, we got to put a bullet in this. We got to go do something else. This doesn't work anymore. Because here's the thing. The Rams are not really growing deep roots at a quick rate. It's going to take some time. I've said that a million times on this show, that you're not going to turn around and see Rams flags on every car. You're not going to turn around and see every kid at school in a Rams jersey. It's going to take some time. I understand that. But a 7-9, and look, L.A., what I think makes L.A. a great sports town, what other people mock and deride, is if you're not good, we're not coming. Okay, If you're not interesting, we're not paying attention. And the Rams are on the precipice of being not very good, and let's be honest, this is not the most watchable team in the NFL at this point. You get a new coach, you start things with Jared Goff, you hit the button, you hit the reset button, at least people are like, all right, let's see what it is. Let's see what it is. It's going to take some time, but let's see what it is. If you continue to play bad football with bad coaching and losing games, it's going to take you an eternity to get people to be fired up about this team the way that they should be. Because having football back in L.A. is awesome. Having football back here in town at the Coliseum, which is a dump, I agree, but it's a great venue as far as it looks good on TV. There's a, there's a plenty of seats. All of these things, it's not terribly expensive to go. All these good things about it. It's going to go. It's going to go if you can't get this team to start playing better football and you are on the precipice. You're 3-3. You're three and three. You're average by any measure, any measure, and there's nowhere for you to go. There's nowhere for you to go except for down if you lose. And then if you win, 4-3, and three, it's like, all right, all right, let's see what happens against Carolina. But this team started 3-1. and one. There were expectations. It went from, well, we'll see, to, you know what, they're not bad, to, oh, they're the same again. 
And if you're going to have people ride that wave, they won't. Not here. This isn't St. Louis. This isn't a place where people are like, well, this is the hometown team. Uh Uh-uh. It's got to be good. You're not the Lakers. You're not the Dodgers. You're not USC football. You're not going to have this built-in audience here that's going to come and care no matter what. You're going to have to be good. And right now, they're not. Right now, they're just not very good. All right, good time for me to remind you about our pals at SeatGeek. Look, if you're here in L.A., there is everything going on. We're just about to the start of the NBA season. The Lakers open with the Houston Rockets on Wednesday night. Of course, you got the Clippers that are going on. And don't look now, but the L.A. Dodgers are in the NLCS. They play tonight. They've got the next three nights. Why don't you go to SeatGeek right now and check it out? I'm looking at the app as we speak right now. L.A. Dodgers, October 18th. And there are seats from starting at 99 bucks. They've got all sorts. You can even buy your World Series tickets right now and try to get on board for that. Hope they get through. SeatGeek, you, you click on the event that you want to go to. It brings up a map of the stadium. It tells you where the tickets are. It tells you where the seats are. You don't have to go to 500 different places saying, okay, I like this deal. I don't like that deal. SeatGeek takes all of the tickets online and puts them all at one spot. You've got the Lakers. You've got, shoot, if you want to see hockey, you've got the Kings. You've got the Ducks. You've got the Galaxy. There's everything you can imagine. USC football. They've even got the gamers. The League of Legends is coming to Staples Center here a little bit later on in the month. SeatGeek has got all of your stuff, and they're going to hook you up too. If you put in the promo code LO Rams, locked on Rams, LO Rams, when you make that first purchase, they're going to send you 20 bucks back. They're going to give you a $20 rebate on that first purchase. Go do it. Locked on Rams, or I should say LO Rams is your promo code. Go check out SeatGeek. Put the app on your phone. I'm looking at it right now. It works great. It's easy to use. It's going to make perfect sense to you. LO Rams is your promo code. All right. And lastly, let's talk about <laughs> our girl Lilo and her decision, maybe, to convert to Islam. Um, look, she's she's going through some things. I get it. Um things. How do you want to put this? Things have not worked out for her since Mean Girls. It turns out that doing a whole bunch of drugs is really, really bad for you and not particularly good for your look. That Lindsay Lohan is like 28 years old and she looks like she's 74. Um, And a a hard, tough, difficult, long, hard ride to get to 74. All right? But uh, she's 29. She's 29. I'm looking at the story right now. Um... She says that she is, quote, a very spiritual person, and she says that she's considering converting to Islam, but that she has not finished reading the Quran. Oh, do you think so, doctor? I, I mean, all right. Like, you never had one of those super weird dreams where it just it, it doesn't make sense, and you're, you're like, you you wake up, you're like, wait, what was that? I was I was in high school, but I was an adult, and I had my kids, but I hadn't I hadn't studied for the test, and my car was breaking down, and my teeth were falling out, and I was drowning in a dunk tank, and I had too many beers, and I couldn't get to my keys, and none of it makes any sense, right? That whole thing. Wouldn't Lindsay Lohan reading the Quran fit right into that dream? And, and, and if that is the um, threshold for her to convert to Islam, I think that uh, Muslims everywhere can rest easy that she is not going to join your ranks because I would have to be willing that Lindsay Lohan is probably not uh, finishing a lot of books, I would think. <laughs> Poor Lindsay. Maybe she, maybe she thinks if she converts, her finger will grow back. I don't know what she th- is going on. Um, 
Catholic-born Lindsay, who revealed that her younger sister, Allie, was also exploring her spiritual side and had converted to Buddhism, has yet to finish reading the lengthy holy text, however. Do you know how long that would take? She exclaimed. Well, a few days if you sat down and did it. I mean, it's not like it's 8 billion pages. It's a few hundred pages. We knock it out. It's a book. You can read a whole book in, in, in a day, really, if you really want to get after it. It's not that hard. Lindsay Lohan reading the Quran. Uh-huh. And um, I'm sure that her fellow core stars from Mean Girls are all reading the uh, Torah as we speak. the Or the, the New Testament or whatever we're talking about. I don't know. Lindsay, just come on. Get it together. Stop chopping off your fingers on accident. Stop converting. Stop doing drugs, most importantly. And, you know, let's make a Mean Girls sequel when you get your act together. We need that. The world needs it. All right, that's going to do it for Locked On Rams. We'll see you tomorrow. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At MetroPCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to MetroPCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. Hey, Locked On listeners. You already love our network of NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fancy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked On Fantasy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked On Fantasy Football, only on the Locked On Network.